Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Managing Madrid podcast. This is the Castilla Corner and my name is Ruben. As always, I'm joined by Ridium. How are you doing, Ridium? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm fine. I've actually just booked a trip to Madrid and uh, oh. against all like um, everyone saying, no, don't do it. Madrid is terrible during summer and blah, blah, blah. But uh yeah, I wanted to try it, you know, if it's such a bad experience as everyone says. So uh, Where are you going? Uh, except for Madrid. Are you going somewhere else in Spain or just Madrid? Just Madrid. I mean, uh, you have the trains, which are working very well. I mean, you can get to the <laughs> whichever part of the country in a couple of hours um, with trains. So, I mean, I could be going other places. But, uh, yeah, Madrid is always my preferred place to go. I mean... Uh, it's going to be, I checked, it's going to be probably above 30 degrees, but not close to 40, which is um, like uh, the worst case scenario. Um, it seems like I'm going to avoid the worst heat, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting because Madrid don't have any beaches, etc. So uh, yeah, let's see how it goes. Yeah, have fun. When are you going? Yeah. Uh, I'm going um, Saturday, actually. So it uh, happened quite pretty quick. soon. Mm. Happy journey. And and that is, um, yeah, that is not going to be uh, for um, for around grid games. They are, of course, uh, traveling. They have already landed in the U.S. And uh, with that, uh, actually, I think it's a good bridge over to what will be an important talking point today. Um, this is the second part of uh, the... Um, we we started answering questions to the last time, so we will keep answering questions. But um, firstly, we will have to talk about the things that are, that have happened recently because uh, suddenly things have started to move for Castilla. Um, players um, leaving. Um, also, the news, as I started to mention, of um, Alvaro Rodriguez not joining. Real Madrid's preseason tour in the US. Um, we have brought uh, Nico Paz, 
which is, uh, I guess, um, that's a positive. And uh, we brought um, a couple of goalkeepers, um, Fran Gonzalez and Diego Pinheiro. But uh, the biggest news is that Alvaro Rodriguez is not joining the preseason tour. So what do you think about that, first of all? I mean, I, I, I would have so had him in the on the plane. Uh, I, I don't think he's ready for the first team, but I, I would have see, I would like to see him play some minutes uh, in the preseason because if you don't play in the preseason, you're probably not going to play. You, you're probably not in the plans or of the first team, or the first team might sign someone in your position or something like that. I don't know. I just. I I thought that Alvaro would at least make the team, but if he's not making the team, it means that clearly Ancelotti is not. Um, I, I won't say convinced because he was convinced last season. I just think the the last stretch of games for Alvaro, uh, Alvaro, sorry, um, mm-hmm. it was not that good for Castilla. So maybe that had a um, an impact on the on the, on the decision. I, I, I think he still should have gone because you don't really need to play like, for example, you play Jose Lu for one half or Rodrigo for one half and then you can play uh, Alvaro for like 30 minutes. It's like, it's not a big deal. It's not a problem. It's a, it's a preseason after all. So you sh- I think Alvaro could have used the preseason. Maybe it would have helped him. But I kind of, I see, I think I see why Ancelotti didn't take him. But yeah. I mean, Kian wrote something which I agreed on on Twitter that, uh, you know, usually uh, we just bring whatever kids they have. I mean, it's not well, a bit of an exaggeration, but I mean, we've seen so many different academy players joining, even without the you know there being any chance of playing almost, they, they will join. Even players who... We know for sure that are going to leave. They they will just join so that you know they can at least prove themselves. Um, this is this 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 Alvaro thing. I I actually think it makes sense after reading the article of uh, Sergio Santos. My first impression was that this is very weird, and this must mean that um, something has changed a lot for Alvaro since ever since that um, press conference, which we've talked a lot about. Ancelotti after the Atletico game saying that yeah next season for sure Alvaro will be part of the first team um, so my first thought was that if Alvaro is not even going to the preseason tour something must have changed dramatically um, and and you know he's had a brutal start, end to the season so it could be but what Sergio Santos says and he's uh, working for Relevo and he's got very good insight when it comes to Real Madrid's younger players um, he says that it's actually a very practical reason, just that, you know, for the most part in preseason, Rambrid play 11 against 11. And, you know, sometimes we've had examples um, in the past of players just having to train with Pintas or, you know, doing some <laughs> random work on the sidelines while the the other teammates are playing against each other. And um, he also mentioned um, last summer, then Latassa was, was the only player who um, who went from Castilla. <laughs> was it last season? It feels like a long time since Latassa. Um, but anyway, 
And they said that it was um, usual that Mariano, Latassa, and Mayoral uh, were just on the sidelines uh, during the training sessions. And that, um, you know, some of them didn't even get minutes almost in, in the preseason. So when you consider all of this, just making him flying to the U.S. for the sake of it, just to include him, I guess with this perspective, perspective it uh, doesn't make too much sense. I mean, it's also maybe because of the new system that Ancelotti might be trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Which is going to be interesting to see what kind of system it is. Yeah, for example, if you if you like see, you know, a diamond with Bellingham on the top of the diamond, and in front of him would be uh, Vinicius and Rodrigo. If that's the lineup for the first half, you might have a second half with Josado up top, so you don't really need Alvaro. You know, I would like, I would think that would make like uh, give another reason to bring Alvaro because if you uh, change from one striker to two strikers, then I mean. With the scenario you just told, you would need another striker next to Rosello in the second half, no? I mean, I would. I was saying, I was saying that uh, the formation would change in the second half. That's what I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, that, that it would make sense be. to have a, a little top, definitely. But if uh, you like, you know, first half is a, a diamond, second half is a, a traditional four-three-three, with, uh, for example, Brahim and uh, Arda Guler up like on the wings. Or even Fede Valverde on the wing. I don't know. I mean, might be something that he might want to try, Ancelotti. And um, I, I still think, I think, like, Alvaro should have, like, if you think about Latasa, Latasa didn't really have any significant moments with Madrid's first team. Alvaro has, and Alvaro, like, he's highly rated by the club. So I think he would have at least gotten a few more minutes at least a few minutes uh, in the preseason might have helped. I don't know. Um, I mean, for sure, Real Madrid are not taking advantage of like trying to see how well Alvaro is performing against good sides. Because I mean, you know, this would have been a, a good opportunity to do so to play. We would play some good teams. Um, so I mean, I I think honestly, Alvaro, it's it's a combination. Yes, it's like the eleven versus eleven thing. Yes, we don't have too much, too many injuries. The fact that uh, Nico Pass is going is probably because um, Ceballos is uh, out injured. So I guess it's a it's a combination of several things. But I do think also if Alvaro had been performing at a sensational level, um, matching, for example, the level of Arribas, I think he he would have gone with the team. So uh, yeah. it's about how many minutes you want to sacrifice for for the others in order to make room for Alvaro. And um, seems like Ancelotti is not willing to do it. Yeah, and Alvaro hasn't really given him a reason to in the last... No, exactly. Exactly. It's, Sadly. It's how many games to, like since his last goal? I think his I last know. goal was against Talavera, the 7-2 win. I have no idea, actually. But uh, Let me, Do you want me to Google that for you? Yeah, you could do it while we... Um, yeah. yeah, you can read but but I mean it's a it's a it's a shame, but but uh, when um, when Sergio Santos laid out the different reasons, I thought, yeah, you know, it, it makes sense, and it doesn't have to be that dramatic that Alvaro is now completely discarded for Ancelotti and and his plans moving forward. It could be the just um, uh, 
different reasons, but I do think Alvaro is disappointed deep inside that uh, he's not going. Yeah, and it's eight games since his last goal. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a lot. Good. And even in the game he scored, he wasn't that good. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, we talked about this. That I think Alvaro has been contributing in different ways, but I mean, um, at the third level of Spanish football, you you expect more for sure. It's uh, no question about it. However, um, good news that Nico Paz is joining. And, um, you know, Nico Paz is an example of a player who seems to be highly rated of, uh, on Fajlotti. I think, um, yeah, I think Arribas is possibly an example of someone who actually doesn't rate too much because seems to be taking a lot for Ancelotti to give him the chance. Uh, but Nico Paz seems to have, um, yeah, caught Ancelotti's eye. So um, this think- uh, is something positive, no? Yeah, it's positive, and I think the reason for it is Nico Paz, uh, his game has something that Aribas doesn't, uh, is its physicality. Like his, He's actually tall, he's strong. So I think Angeli might prefer that to having Aribas, who is like who is obviously a really good player, but he has uh, his uh, physical... Um, what yeah. do you say? Physical... Yeah, I know what I you mean. Know. I mean, he's he's just yeah. he's he doesn't have um, physical yeah, attributes. Yeah, so yeah. I get that, um, but I, I, st- I don't think I don't know. I think yeah, we we've said so many things about Aribas. No need to to mention it again. But uh, yeah, uh, I I I'm very curious what would have happened. Was it even considered for Aribas to to join the preseason tour? I mean, um, doesn't seem like he's that close to joining another team. Um, but there's something we will not find out, of course. Um, one I, thing I think it was, uh, I think it was reported that he, uh, at one point by someone, I don't know who it was, but someone reported that Arias will be joining the first team on the preseason until his uh, future gets sorted. But I guess it's like it wasn't that reliable of a report. That's why he's no. not there. Yeah, because it's yeah. the the squad is official and everything. So yeah. yeah, one thing that um one player that has seemed to find another club is uh, Carlos Dotor. Seems mm-hmm. like Real Madrid have reached an agreement uh, with Celta Vigo for three million euros, fifty percent of uh, Dotor's rights, and this is according to Mario Cortegano, and. Um, if everything goes to plan, Doctor will sign for five seasons. Um, what do we think about this move then? It's a good signing. I think it happened a year late. <laughs> I think he should have left a year ago. Hmm. But um, yeah, Doctor is a really good player. And I think if uh, Gabriel Vega, if he leaves the club this season, Doctor might get a few more minutes than he would expect it because. Gabriel Vega is a really good player. He scores a lot of goals. Dothor can also score a lot of goals. So he might be helpful in that regard. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. 
And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. They finished 11th last season, Celta. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't have much knowledge of them, but um, I uh, I think it's a good step for Otor. I think it's a level that he could manage uh i mean it is it is going to be a challenge though for him i'm I, i'm not gonna i'm not sure if he can and this of course i uh, would help to know more about uh the key players of Celta, but um i'm not sure if he's like guaranteed a place in the starting lineup but if they sign him for five seasons i guess they they have a long-term plan with him and uh, this is also something that i like about selling players with 50 percent um, because it makes the club, I mean, even though they only have 50%, they have a, 100% of their 50%. So, I mean, the, the point is that um, they will have an interest in bringing the price or his value as high as possible, exactly the same as with their other players. Um, yeah. While, while um, bringing a player on loan, they would have almost no interest in, in doing so. So, yeah, five seasons. Um, let's see. I think um could be a good move for him. Yeah, it could be a good move. And there was no reason to give him a loan deal because I don't think Luthor has a future at Madrid. He there's so many midfielders in the club right now. Even if he yeah, right now, Cruz, but uh, you know five. But no, uh, he's, he's still young, Cruz, so yeah, I mean he is young and he can play as a squad player, maybe, but I, I just I don't think the club saw it as something that they I mean it's not like in, in the immediate future he might not be available that's what I mean no. if, if you loan him out for one season he, he's going to come back next season there's no point so if you sell him he, he comes back like he, you can buy him back later I guess if you if you want him that much the the thing is that you know Kroos and Modric could be leaving anytime we don't know but then um, then it will be much easier to to walk into the squad and you know Walking into the lineup, that is going to be tough. Uh, also, in ten years, I mean, like with all the young talent we have, but um, for him to return as a squad player, I don't think it's ruled out. It's, uh, but yeah, I, I agree. It's I don't see it as super likely that he will return at all, to be honest. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, he can still be a successful player, just not in Madrid. Yeah, yeah, but also, I mean, um, Dani Parejo was playing at QPR and, you know, it was not doing that great until a bit later in his career when um, when he started to to become a, a top player. So this is also something to to have in mind that players, some players develop later. Um, so let's see. But uh, it will be fun to to follow him. Um, yeah. Will you watch his games? I don't... I, Probably not. I, I, Dottor is probably just below the level of uh, what I think would be like. I don't see Dottor as a future star. Uh, I think he could be a good La Liga player, um, but um, I'll probably, I'll, I will probably not watch the games. I, I will 
consider the Arribas uh, Rafa Marin games, for example. But uh, but let's That's see. True. I'm not ruling it out. That's true. If you have yeah. time on a Sunday night, you might might as well. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, apart from this, uh, it seems like Alex Jimenez, who has been sitting on the bench for Castilla the whole season, barely playing, um, is joining AC Milan actually on one season loan with an option to buy. I mm-hmm. saw a couple of people being upset about this because they, they rate him highly, but uh, it's difficult for us to evaluate this now when uh, he's almost played nothing for, for Castilla. Yeah, and I've, I I tweeted this out, actually, um, from managing... Give me a second, I'll just pull it right up for you. I basically like meant that it's a good move for all parties because, first of all, uh, Castilla have Vinicius Tobias on loan for one more season. And they ha- like if he doesn't work out, it's either he stays permanently or he leaves at the end of the season. There's no mm-hmm. another loan, right? Yeah, but but they could also sign him for what I assume will be a very low fee. Who? Uh, Alex Gimenez. I mean, they have an option to buy, no? Yeah, yeah, they have an option to buy, which is what I mean. I mean, like, if if uh, Tobias, the loan doesn't work out, I think would Madrid have... Like preference if they want him back, would they have it? Uh, that like that is uh, that is not something that I haven't seen those details. It could be. I mean, I would actually be surprised if Romney don't have some kind of um, agreement on that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so also... if, I mean, uh, I'll just complete my point real quick. Um, so if if Tobias leaves at the end of the season, Madrid can probably bring him back. If he doesn't leave, then you know. Milan have the option to buy him because Alex Jimenez, if he, if Vinicius Torres doesn't leave, Alex Jimenez will not have a chance to play for Castilla, right? So mm-hmm. it's, I think it's a good deal for all parties. Alex Jimenez gets to try his shot at another club. He might have to, if he, like the door is not closed for him to come back. No, but, but just so it's clear, um, does not seem like he's going to be. A starter or not even a bench player for for Milan. He seems to uh, he will play with their reserves or at least youth football yeah. in the. He says that he, he will play in the Primavera, which I don't know what that means exactly. But uh, he will play youth football and he will play the UEFA Youth League. I guess it's like uh, moving from Castilla to Milan's Castilla, the their reserve team, and um, so that yeah. he will have more minutes because for Castilla he played nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's he's only 18 years old. It's okay. Yes, it's okay. Exactly. So um, I know that the Randwid have um, decided to bring back the, the right back who played um, for Randwid C, a name that has, has escaped me now. But uh, yeah, something to mention at least. Alex Jimenez, let's see. He's uh, highly rated by many and um, hasn't had his best year, of course. But uh, let's hope he gets his career revived at SC Milan. What's the club doing with his brother? Do we know? I don't think it's his brother, by the way, <laughs> David. It's not? No, uh, they're just both right backs and both uh, named Jimenez. Let me actually check that out. No, I, I checked it. It's it's not uh, oh. yeah, not brothers. But, uh, um, <laughs> but still, both right backs, both Jimenez. Uh, well, he is rumored to join uh, Roundridge C. So 
Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. It, when it comes to Castilla, a lot of things are uncertain. Um, we have to go by very few reports. Uh, sometimes the news break when everything is settled, we don't get news beforehand. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Another player, just just very quickly on this. Um, seems like we have renewed the contract of Paulo Iago, who is um, uh, very young. Uh, he's just 16 years old. Promising uh, right winger with a good left foot. Uh, he's he's gonna play for Juvenil actually. It seems next season, even oh. though he's just 16 years old. So, um, I think maybe sometimes we underestimate the, you know, the impact of the coach. The, for example, Arbeloa has uh, has been using um, has been using uh, Jesus Fortea at right back at, at times. He will probably be um, a permanent part of Juvenila next season as well, even though he's also just 16. Paulo Iago, if he's also now being a Juvenila player, it's, it shows that if you have a coach who is willing to to try out the, the younger players, they will progress quicker. So sometimes we criticize um, for not bringing players into Castilla before, but it also is you know, up to the academy coaches, how quickly do you bring someone like Paulo Iago or Jesus Fortea, great talents just born in 2007, how how quickly do you bring them up to the, the higher teams in, in the academy? Arlo is doing this, and uh, who knows? It could be that this is a very important step in, in Paulo Iago's career. Yeah, it could be. Uh, the, the second you mentioned his name, his uh, compilation video popped up on my Twitter, mm-hmm. so I was just watching that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a pretty good, pretty good left foot. Yeah, so yeah. Um, looks like, seems like there was a lot of interest for him as well. So yeah, I might watch some of Hunebar uh, games next season. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I mean it's kind of I think if if it's like this if it's like the season we just saw it might get a bit boring. <laughs> just I mean yeah because they're too good maybe game. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's at least a lot of goals. Yeah, I mean, a hundred goals a season—that's not never yeah. <laughs> a bad thing. <laughs> I wouldn't consider that boring, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but uh, okay, Paulo Iago, Jesus Fortea—the pl- the future looks bright in that case. Um, so that's uh, more news in one episode than we've had in uh, like the five previous ones combined. So anything yeah. else this that could I have haven't. Been a- this could have been just another podcast on its own. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Is yeah. there something we've forgotten about now? I'm not ruling it I out. Think, have we talked about uh, Rafa Marin? No, but is there any news when it comes to him? Um, we mentioned that saw... it was Real Betis or whatever, there's some yeah. interest. There was, yeah, Betis and Villarreal. I think Betis yeah. are getting close to an agreement with them. Yeah. And uh, I move. haven't heard much about that since the last time we spoke. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that it's close to happening. That's all. Hmm. I, I mean, from from what I've read, I don't have any sources. I just hmm. from what I've read, yeah, yeah. All right, nice. So um, we have some minutes to um, to answer the remaining questions, and um, yeah, we we will keep going from. Um, 
the Discord chat. We we took some questions. It's been a few days now, but um, we didn't manage to get through all of them last time. So we will start this uh, round by answering um, Remarkable Bikes question. Well, he actually has a few questions um, here. Um, the first one is, who do you think is leaving the club this summer? And which players from last year's excellent juvenile side are likely to become Castilla regulars? Hmm. First of all, I would just like to say Remarkable Bike shares the same opinion as me on many things. So yeah. mind, like, if I'm sick or anything, just bring him on the board. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I've joked about it on, on Discord. Yeah. Um, I think... Castilla regulars uh pretty obvious for to to mention um what's his name Gonzalo Garcia because I I mean if you consider him a Castilla player now then I mean I can't mention him but I think he was a juvenile a player for the for the entire season right yes yes so him uh I would say Manuel Angel also would be pretty important because we're losing quite a few midfielders. And yeah, he would be pretty helpful. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, I mean, I would like Cesar Palacios to get some minutes, but if he's going to Madrid C, I'm so disappointed, as I've said before. I don't think he is. I think we're putting too much weight on one report, by the way. I'm pretty sure he will be with Castilla. Yeah, if he is with Castilla, lovely. I would love I would love to watch him play. Uh, from what I've seen, he's really good. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the last game, actually, the, the actual full game I actually watched, I didn't like his performance, but Overall, from the from the highlights of the scene, I think he's really good, and he would be pretty helpful for Castilla. Mm. Um, what's the other thing? The, what do you think the rotation will look? By the way, uh, it's, I, I like think that. also this is not Juvenila, but um, uh, it seems like we will bring uh, back Loren, which is the right back that I wanted to mention a few minutes ago. He was playing for oh. Real Madrid. C. Uh, okay. Seems like he's been doing. Um, Doing well for Ambrose, and that he will he will return. Um, and also, um, according to RM Fabrica on Twitter, Victor Munoz is a right winger who will be part of Castilla next year. Or, well, at least it looks that way right now, based on the training sessions. Very initially, um, Asensio is a center back huh? who's uh, oh. who's who could be. Uh, could be playing um, David Gonzalez, who I think could be returning for Andre C. Or was he on loan? I rem- don't remember. Um, yeah, I think that's it. The the most important ones are, as you mentioned, Amanuel Angel, Gonzalo, and um, Nico Paz, if you can consider him. But um, yeah, I think Nico Paz also. Yeah. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. Um, I, you caught me completely off guard with that sincere name. What about? I was. I was thinking you was you said Asensio. I was I was thinking Marco Asensio. Oh no 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 no! He's not playing center back uh, for Castilla next season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. I'm, I hope not. <laughs> well um, yeah. Another season of watching Asensio. I think it's just circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, another question that he said was, "What do you think of the rotation as striker and right back?" Um, and um, but he also asked who do you think is leaving. So, um, I guess just very quickly, I think oh, yeah. um, Dotor, probably Luis Lopez, Arribas, um, Rafa Marin, Rafa Marin, maybe mm. Lucas Canizares. He's been there for a while. I don't know. Um, not sure about that one actually. Uh, Aranda has been. I've seen him training. He's back. Carrillo is still training with Hasn't them. Aranda been around for too long, no? Three seasons. Or Maybe, but he is born in 2002. So, I mean, he's one of the guys who he's like um, together with Carrillo and Mario De Luis. And, uh, you know, he, he could be having is another Aranda season. younger than me? Let me see. <laughs> he's born April 29, 2002. <laughs> he is... A few months older than me. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, I don't feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think those those are the ones who are most important. Yeah. And then we can go on to the question you started answering. Yeah, I I actually, my bad, I didn't see uh, the leaving part. Uh, But, yeah, uh, striker and right back, I would probably, I mean, Alvaro is going to probably play a lot. I don't think he's going anywhere. He's only 18 so, years old, right? So just to repeat, the question is, what do we think the rotation will look like at striker and right back? Yeah. yeah. I, I think Alvaro for sure will will keep starting. Um, I think he has a competitor in, in Gonzalo, but he Gonzalo is so versatile that he can play on the wing and, you know, he, he will, I don't think that's going to be his his issue. I think the question is yeah. how much will Ike Bravo and Noel Lopez play? I don't think Noel Lopez is going to play that much, to be honest. Well, he had um, a, a decent stretch towards the end. Some he had a few games we played, and he actually did well. I, yeah, so uh, I'm not saying he did it didn't do well. I'm just saying that I think with Gonzalo Garcia part of the rotation, I personally I would like to see Gonzalo Garcia play a striker because I think that's his perfect position. No. I mean, from I what I've not, seen, I'm not uh, completely sure on you know what formation Juvenila play and you know what role Gonzalo has had, but he he was their top scorer. Uh, but I I always think if you have a player who is capable of scoring a lot of goals from the wing, then that's one of the most valuable positions. Uh, finding a striker who can score goals, I mean, it's usually not that difficult, but finding someone who can score like Gonzalo had more than thirty goals, I think, for Juvenila. I, I guess. He must have played a lot as a striker, but um, just that he has this ability to score goals from the wings makes me think that I, I want him. 
out there and uh, so that he can form a good partnership with with Alvaro. Yeah, but I'm just saying that if Alvaro is not playing that well, if like for a few games he's not playing that well, might as well try. Um, I just want to see him play striker. I don't know why. I just have that inclination towards him that he might be a good player, very good player. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Um, I mean, um, looking at this, I actually think a front line of Gonzalo, Alvaro, and Nico Paz could be very interesting. Now I'm going a little bit beyond the, the question. He's just asking about the strikers and the right backs. But I think Gonzalo, Alvaro, Nico Paz as a front line, that sounds very interesting to me. Where would Nico Paz play? Right wing. Gonzalo could play left wing. Alvaro, striker. Mm, interesting. I, probably, I, I, yeah, I, I see Nico Paz as more of a central player, but he can definitely play as a winger for sure. I mean, he has the um, he has the left foot, so he could yeah. cut in from from the right. I, I, he he could play centrally. He for sure. Um, I want to see him play centrally. I but but we, we have a few options there, you know, Manuel Angel, Mario Martin, uh, Palacios. Um, yeah, that's true. On the what wings, about... on the wings, we have like, yes, we have Gonzalo, we have Peter, we have Aranda, and this Victor Munoz guy who I don't know who is. So, hmm, yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like we have a lot of depth, and we don't still we don't know who will leave and who will stay. So no. it depends on that as well. And it would surprise me if we signed zero players from our side. We usually do get at least a couple. So. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, I just, you, you know, that game in which I think I'm not sure if you remember, but Arribas was injured. I think it was way like in the first, uh, I think, 15 games of the season. Arribas was, I think, he was injured, and Nico Paz played as a kind of a false nine. Uh, in some ways, I mean, sometimes he was behind a striker, sometimes he was false. Now he scored a goal as well. It was really good. And from that game, we haven't seen Nico Paz play as like a false nine. And I want to see him play, but there's so many strikers in Castilla. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, I just think it would be bad. Like, uh, I don't know what's the word in English, but like the usage of the squad to when you have so many strikers, you have Alvaro, you have Ike Bravo, Noel Lopez, and then uh, Gonzalo could go inside and I mean, yeah, it sounds interesting to try Nico Paz's uh, false nine. I think it could work, but um, it would just leave too many strikers <laughs> hanging on, side, uh, on, on the bench, you know? So, yeah, probably not happening too much. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's just... Uh, good, yeah, good idea. I like it. Yeah, it's just an idea. I'm, I'm a tactician myself, you know. And what about the right back then? A right back... Uh... I don't, because like, one player who we didn't mention would probably be leaving is Pablo Ramon. He's also getting too old to to be sticking around at Castilla. So it's going to be... I, I mentioned this Loren guy who was playing for, for Andrit C, but I think it's him and Vincius Tobias, no? Yeah, I mean, I don't see... I, I, if, if um, for example, if the David Jimenez is going down to Mirutsi, uh, Alex Jimenez is going to Milan, I don't exactly. see, unless the club signs a right back, I, which I don't think they will. No. Uh, I think it's going to be these two guys, yeah. Um, I Before I forget, it's not related to the question at all. It's actually related to the thing, 
to the topic we had discussed a while ago in this podcast, the players that didn't go um, with the first team. All brothers should have also, I think, at least had a shot at going with the with the first team to the to preseason tour. In my opinion, I know we have two yeah. backs. I know we have but, two but you know backs. how do you how do you fit in the minutes for him though? Uh, I wouldn't play Mandy. I would rest him. Rest I'm, him in preseason. I'm, I'm joking. I'm obviously joking. <laughs> I just i I want to see Obrador, man. I want to see Obrador play with Vinicius. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something I want to see happen. Like it's it's come on, man. You, you know what I mean. You see, I know, you saw I him know. Play. Yeah. And uh, if there is a bid coming in for Mendy, twenty-five million or whatever is reported, we would 25. want. Um, then. I guess it's uh, it's possible that Obrador would would get a an opportunity, but uh, yes, it stands. I I just the thing is we have so few injuries. Uh, they are gonna come for sure, but uh, right now we only have Ceballos out, so um, makes it difficult for Ancelotti to bring in the the younger players. Although again, you know, it seems like Ancelotti always has an excuse not to play them. Um, at some point, you have to question. You know, just uh, is it about always something happening or is it just about general, you know, not uh, just lacking the willingness to to actually go ahead and and do it? I think you have to question that because uh, everyone, like you are the biggest Ancelotti fan I know. Yeah. (laughs) You defend him like a lot. So I think other people probably agree to that, but I think you need to really look at Ancelotti and think, you know what? Maybe he's not perfect. <laughs> no, he's not perfect, and no coach is perfect. So, yeah. but uh, I, I, I yeah. only meant that as a joke, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, yeah. I do think it's like a good, good question. That you know what? Yeah, what does it Actually, take? I, I guess. Experience. Yeah, Nico Pass. Nico Pass is someone who could be taking advantage of the injury to to Zabios, but um. Yeah, Obrador, it could be a, a dark horse to become a, a rounded um, first-team player. I mean, if if something happens, you know, sales. But um, I guess uh, Ashrati would definitely play Kamavinga's left-back before Obrador. I, I, I think that's almost certain. Yeah, that's why I don't like this side of Ancelotti. That's, mm. I think if it was another coach, I know they've seen... Kamavinga play left back and he he can be really good, but they've also seen him play in his preferred position, with and where he's actually incredible. Like, why would you waste him at left back, man? Like you have Fran Garcia, you have if Mendy leaves, I would much rather at least try uh, Obrador. You know, I'm not saying give him the keys to the to the, to the left back position. I'm just saying. Maybe give him a shot before trying coming a left back. If it doesn't work, then maybe you know what, it's fine. Yeah. Well, actually, this is a big discussion to jump into, but uh, yeah, I I don't mind coming as a left back as uh, as we have so many midfielders, and I I want to spread out the minutes, but um, but yeah, I Obrador would be nice to to see him getting a an opportunity for sure. Yeah, I think coming is, in my opinion. It's between Bellingham and Kamavinga about who's the who has the most potential out of the midfielders that we have. 
Mm. Yeah, Kamavinga that's is fantastic talent, no doubt. Yeah, that that's why I don't want him to play left back. That's just literally the reason why he's he can be so good at center mid CDM anywhere you play him. Mm. But if you play him in, in his preferred position and you play him consistently, you, you know you're getting you're, you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. I I have to leave in a couple of minutes, but a quick question. Again, remarkable bike who had a few in his his, um, his comments. This is a Juvenil Lab question, but how do you think Abelo is likely to do this season, given he's probably losing some of his good players to Castilla? Are there any promising players from Juvenil B or C who could fill the void? And we, we already touched on this, I guess, um, with Paulo Iago and uh, Jesus Fortea. Probably other players as well who I don't... I, I My knowledge stops at Juvenila. Beyond that, I, I have no idea, to be honest. Yeah, same. I mean, I think uh, these two players might have a shot. And I think Arbelo will still do pretty well because he will still have a lot of his, a lot of the players that, you know... I mean, he's going to lose a lot, but he's also going to have some. Yeah. Uh, he might not have an all-time season like he did. Or he might actually, I don't know. It depends on how he is. As a coach, and what the players, who which players he has, but I think that Abelo will do fine. He he'll be okay. He just like you know, he'll have to make do with what he has. I guess the under 19s job is anyway just a very luxurious position to have because you just win, and uh, the only the only real threat is to lose to Atleticos under 19s. I mean, because they are also usually pretty good or very good. They actually gave. The our team uh, a good run last season, yeah. so so that's the only danger I guess. But Arbelo will be winning most games, no doubt, because we always have better players at that level. And um, yeah, but let's see if they can get even close to to matching the numbers of last season. That's another question. Yeah, that's that. I think that would be a challenge for Arbelo. I think that's what he would be like. You know what? I'm I I might as well try to do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I will have to go now. We we actually didn't manage that many questions, but I mean that's kind of a kind of a good thing because it means that there has been other things. There have been other things happening. Uh, more things to talk about for Castilla. Preseason is uh, you know the games are getting closer. We will get more answers there as well. But yeah. um, this was everything for today. Keep the questions coming if um, if uh, you have any any news. Um, and based on any news that that just happened. So, um, yeah, thank you for the conversation, Rudium. Thank you for having me. And thanks to everyone who listens, as always. And until next time, a la Madrid. A la Madrid. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.